Welcome to the Companion Chapel Everyday Bible Study Broadcast. My name is Mike, coming to you from the Great Lakes area of beautiful Ontario, Canada on this gorgeous. It is Monday, April 10th, 2023. Coming right up, it is the book of Zephaniah, chapter 2, thought for thought. Now, you should watch chapter 1 first because it really sets it up. It's only three chapters. And in Bible study, yesterday or two days ago, I did the whole book in one shot. It was easy. It only took about 40 minutes, but I don't know what happened in the video one, chapter one, I just got talking too much, but it's book of Zephaniah. You will be shocked at how accurate this is for us today, living in rich white man's construct, also known as Satan's four hidden dynasties. I call them Satan's not so four hidden dynasties, his empires, his construct, rich white man's construct. And who's over top of that? Where do these ideologies come from? The great whore, the harlot. It just means not being faithful to God, Zephaniah chapter 2. Now, please first consider your part in the many member body of Christ. The Companion Chapel is a registered nonprofit ministry, and I have these for you if you would like for a $10 donation. This nonprofit needs your help. Listen, nonprofit ministry just means any money that you give, you can be guaranteed it goes back into Bible teaching. I'll get a new board, or I, have, or I got another microphone, just whatever it takes to make this nonprofit float. Whatever God-given talents you have, God expects you to use it in the many-member body of Christ. I'll give you one of these for $10 donation. Go to CompanionChapel.com, Visa, MasterCard, PayPal, or e-transfer to email address CompanionChapel at gmail.com. And you can e-transfer there. But I really appreciate the donations so far. And a lot of people say, what are you asking money for? Well, what do you think? i got to go to Walmart too. Anyways, uh, I do this full-time. And there is a Companion Chapel homestaying community here. And anybody that wants to come out and be part of an independent food system... Don't delay, because if you delay now, you're going to have lots of time to cry about it later. So let's go to Zephaniah chapter uh, 2. Gather yourselves together. Yea, gather together, O nation not desired. Hey, that's us. We are the nation not desired. And uh, we are the dissidents, that, the people that questioned the vaccine. We are called anti-vaxxers, conspiracy theorists. Who's the conspiracy theorist now? Seriously, like who are true seekers, we are God's peculiar people that reject and don't fit in to rich white man's construct. We just don't fit in. God's peculiar people. He gives people like me, 77 acres of land, to give to you, to gather ourselves together, my peculiar people. Assemble yourselves. You want a way out of rich white man's construct as we went over in the first chapter of Zephaniah, written 2,600 years ago. How would he have known it would go down exactly like this, thought for thought? Unless God told him. God knows what's in the heart of every human being. He knows how things are going to play out. And I'm sure he's just disappointed that people just won't get over it. Okay? Before the decree bring forth, before the day as passes chaff, before the fierce anger of the Lord come upon you, before the day of the Lord's anger come upon you, gather yourselves assemble yourselves my peculiar people we don't fit in that's true we don't believe what rich white men say to us we don't believe the global media our religion just means a follower of one's own beliefs we don't believe we don't believe in this we don't worship it worship means just have faith and, and pay homage we don't pay homage to the economy we know it's going to collapse it always has in the history of mankind we don't believe political systems world political leaders or unelected world leaders that's like the World Health Organization and the World Economic Forum, like these guys, they have a they have an interesting argument, but total absence of humanity. If someone's saying there, we're going to take all the money, make a digital currency, 
That means they're going to have control over everything. They're using the global media to perpetuate this or to smokescreen what's really going on to try and distract people from what's really going on. Hey, have Netflix. Hey, come up here in Canada. Everyone's on Netflix smoking weed because it's legal now. Distract people from what's really going on. Get them wound up in rich white man's construct, changing their religious authority. Oh, everybody just knows so much better. You know, just watch it. Gather yourselves. An independent food system is what I'm what I'm, what God wants me to do here and whomsoever will bring your tiny homes, your trailers, your mobile homes, your shipping container homes, or try and make a room inside of this, this house. There's a whole downstairs floor as big as this. There's like 3,000, over 3,000 square feet here and it's just me by myself. Assemble yourselves, my peculiar people. Before the decree, okay, before it happens, don't wait. Because if you wait, you're going to have lots of time to cry about it later. It's very difficult to get out of a rich white man's construct mentally to try and figure it, okay, Okay, this is all an illusion. And it all has a plan, plot, and purpose. It's to oppress us. It's to control us. And it's to eliminate the useless people. And just read about that for yourself. Go down that rabbit hole of the World Economic Forum and see what they're up to. See what they talk about. It's not, you know, brain transparency. It's mind control, okay? They just rebrand different names for control. And then they say, like Klaus Schwab says, Hey, you're going to have nothing. But you're going to be happy. Because I said so. <laughs> like, like they're sociopaths they're psychopaths man they're just absolute psychopaths there's no praise or presence of God in them at all they try and change the laws and times like it's written in the book of Daniel seek ye the Lord all you meek of the earth which have wrought his judgment seek righteousness seek meekness it may be shall be it may be ye shall be hid in the day of the Lord's anger. Yeah, yeah. his wrath isn't going to come down on us because what does meek mean? You know, meek doesn't mean uh, easily imposed upon. It doesn't mean submissive. In the Hebrew language, what does meek mean? It means to afflict yourself with self-discipline, learning to say no to yourself in the, vain, in the face of all these vain curiosities, learning to say no to yourself to rich white man's construct. Learning to afflict yourself with self-discipline is what it means. It is it, the assertion of willpower over basic desires. It's the difference between pleasure and happiness. Yeah, you can go buy a lot of pleasure. There's no doubt about it. But it'll never make you happy. You'll never understand what inner peace is. As long as you keep trying to buy stuff and playing into rich white man's construct, you'll never connect to your inner self and there in turn connect to God and the rest of the human family. That gives it up for God. We live for God, not for ourselves. If you live for yourself and not for God and, and, and take into consideration that we're race and the color of your skin and gender is an illusion for this little short flesh period. Take infinity back, infinity forward. And where we're going, we're all God's children. We're all part of the human family. We have to consider each other. It's not about individualism, personal wealth. This is mine. Look at my stuff and things. That's what I personify. It's all junk. It's Mother Nature's going to take it all back, as they said in the last Zephaniah chapter 1. Anyways, let's just, uh, I got to try and get through more verses and less uh, me talking. Seek ye the Lord, ye meek. There we have what meek really means in the Hebrew. To afflict yourself with self-discipline. Learning to say no to yourself. Okay, the difference between pleasure and happiness. You have to really think about that. Okay, now we're talking about who cares about past history, but what went down. Okay, 2,600 years ago. Okay, this went down. This is what happened for an example to us in the end times. What does this mean? All these countries that we're about to read. 
God's children are surrounded. We're surrounded by heathen nations, seas roaring out of their own shame. Seas of people, as it's written in Psalms chapter 28. Heathen nations, roaring seas. We're surrounded by this rich white man's construct. Every nation is playing into it. Every single nation on planet Earth. All the economy, all the economy. More weapons here, more weapons here. What I want to ask you something. Okay. When we're talking about all these countries that have come together. And they all come to nothing. Let's talk about all the countries America has assembled together in NATO. Name one time in human history when a hostile uh, converging force has ever created peace. Never. A hostile assembled force, whatever you want to call it. They've assembled 31 countries. Now they're right on the borders of, uh, they just, Finland just came in. Now, okay, now, who's staging nuclear weapons at each border now? Because now the United States is going to make billions of dollars because NATO has to have a country, Finland. Finland has to be up to NATO standards in weaponry. Way to go, United States. You just scored another billions of dollars for the American military industrial complex. Now let's read about the industrial complex back then. These go back to verse 3. Okay, the stumbling blocks with the wicked for Gaza shall be forsaken. Get over it. It's just a location then. Now we're talking worldwide. We're surrounded by heathen nations. Gather yourselves, you procure your people and get yourself out into homesteading community. For Gaza shall be forsaken and Ashkelon a desolation. They shall drive out Ashdod at the noonday and Ekron shall be rooted up. Okay, this is just all the nations that are surrounding. God calls his children, children, Israel. That just means the ones that carry this with them. Israel. You can adopt yourself into this. That's what the book of Ruth was all about. Who knows who we really are now? Who knows where our, our, who our descendants, what tribe are really from we adopt ourselves in. That's why Jesus Christ is the kinsman redeemer. He paid the price for all of us. We're surrounded by these heathen countries today. And we live in one also, obviously. Woe unto the inhabitants of the seacoast and the nations of the Chirites. Uh, I looked that up earlier and now I forget. But uh, the word of the Lord is against you, O Canaan, the land of the Philistines. I will even destroy thee, that there shall be no inhabitant. Well, God has to come up and clean everything. What we're talking about here, verse 4 to 7. And the seacoast shall be dwellings and cottages for shepherds and folds for flocks. Say something happened here, because we're talking about all these merchant cities, these war cities, these aggressive military alliances. That was the word I was looking for. In, in history, when is ever an aggressive military alliance now of 31 countries with nuclear warheads created peace? Never. It's always created massive war, never on a far-reaching scale like it is today. This is it, man. We're wrapping up the affairs of time. Now let's get back to these heathen nations that surround God's children, Israel. And the coast shall be for a remnant of the house of Judah and shall feed upon there and the houses of Ashkelon shall they lie down in the evening for the Lord their God shall visit them and turn away their captivity. He's talking to us. He's saying when the sea coast, all of a sudden, when we're talking about all these, just keep going back up the verses, all the way back up to verse 10. And we're talking about merchandise. We're talking about the one world economy, political systems, these systems that have surrounded us. And then all of a sudden, the seacoast was where there's a lot of merchant activity. Just the merchandise, the traffic, the rat races, rivers of traffic to fountains of activity written in the Bible. Rivers of merchandise going to fountains of activity starts at the seacoast. The seacoast is a hub of activity, a fountain of activity. And now look, 
hey, there's people there with sheep and animals. Have you ever seen what happens to an empire when it collapses? Yeah, the birds come back, the people come back, like the shepherds with their sheep, and we're looking around at all these, like the, like the ruins of any former empire ends up being, hey, people come back and say, hey, this is a good place. There's no one around. We can have sheep here. We can... Uh, we can stay here. We're right on the coast and everything. Collapse of an empire. And we're watching it go down. Exactly like the collapse of all empires before on planet Earth. United States. And that's just the way she goes. Don't cry about it. It's the way she goes. Ruthless, unadulterated greed. Fueled by attitudes of obscene entitlement. They surrounded God's children in rich white man's construct. That's all that's being said here. And God gives us a way out. Uh, the remnant of the house of Judah. Even now... And after, and this goes way deeper in the next chapter, he's your ever-present Savior, and he'll always give you a way out. You might not like it. Like, your way out right now, and I lived it so I can talk about it, my way out was, hey, I want more money. I want more masonry contracts. I need more workers. That's my way out. I thought money would make me happy. The more stuff and things I had. No, it just made me sleep less that night. More headaches, more phone calls, more emails. I didn't have any time for God anymore. I don't know if you noticed, but I did videos back in 214, 215, 216, and then they stopped. I was chasing this. You can't walk with God still holding the devil's hand. Oh, did I ever learn the hard way? And I got humbled, and I humbled myself too. And now here we are doing videos again. There's over 400, 420 podcasts out there too that I've done recently. But God will give us a way out. And you might not like it because I wanted the way out with money, new pickup trucks. I'd go anywhere, go to the bank. We'll invest in anything as long as there's a return. Boom, gut shot. That was it. I was out. So what about the whole human family? I've been studying the Bible for years, but I could talk it, but I couldn't walk it. I wasn't walking it. And that's what it takes. And this Bible will just open up for you. Like I can't even comprehend how I could possibly articulate what God has allowed me an understanding to people without, you know, I try Bible studies, I try in front of the camera, I try in front of the microphone, but how much more is written in here? It's be, it, it, I can't even comprehend how I could possibly articulate it. So I try, that's my greatest uh, struggle is to try and articulate it to others so that they can understand. So God gives us a way out. The remnant, the remnant of truth, God's children, that's only a remnant. Gather yourselves together as it's written here. This is the end times. Okay, let's go. Verse 8, I have heard the reproach of Moab. It doesn't matter. It's just back then it happened and it's going to happen again. All God's prophecies occur and develop and partial and preliminary happenings for examples to us before they become fulfilled and permanent. Now it's on a world stage. Back then it was, just to generalize, it was localized. The revilings of the children of Ammon whereby they have reproached my people and magnified themselves against their border. There you go. Surrounded by heathen activities and ideologies. Again, that's what God's saying. He gives us a way out. Look for a way out. God will give it to you. It might not be what you want. Oh, you want a way out with credit cards and money. and God's not going to give that to you. God's not your personal butler. He's not your personal genie as far as the ways and things of the world are concerned, material things. You can pray for that till the sun goes down. Know who's going to answer that prayer? The magistrate of the world giving into your longings and wantings and you'll never have enough. And the more stuff you get, the more you got to worry about and it's all junk anyway. It's all built with a plan obsolescence. The corporocracy knows what they're doing. It's all about upgrade culture. It doesn't matter. You go to the car dealership, oh, like me back in... 10 years ago I had to have that Cadillac Escalade pickup truck with all that shiny chrome and that white paint I had to have it 
I stopped doing videos. I was in Rich White Man's Construct trying to make him money. Oh, yeah, I thought it was all that, a bag of chips. I kept that thing shiny. You want to see it now? I can see it from here. What a piece of junk. Three ball tires, one, three ball tires, one spare, rusty piece of junk. That's what I set my heart to. God's like, go ahead. Watch that thing. will never love you back. And that's true. That's what your material things do. They just take up your time. You become, they own you. Your material things end up owning you. God says, assemble yourselves, my peculiar people. Signal, sanctify yourself. That means signal to God and to others. We're meek. You want to mess with me? You want to mess with my psyche? Just try it. I'm way more trouble than it's worth. You're not going to make me change my mind, my focus to God and the human family. Whomsoever will, come out here. But don't think you can fake it. No phonies. Come on out here, Companion Chapel, Homestaying Community. I'll put the address in the bottom of the screen there. If I remember what time we're at here. 16.39. Let's go. Therefore, as I live, saith the Lord of hosts, Lord of the angels, the hosts of heaven. That's who we are when we die. Matthew or Mark chapter 12, Jesus Christ is like, yo, do, do you not get it yet? When you die, this goes back in the dirt and you're an angel. Listen to what the Spirit saith unto the Lord. That's that closed energy system in the laws of thermodynamics. It cannot exchange physical matter. So be careful of entropy, information theory, the information coming off your screen or from others, from this rich white man's construct, especially the fourth seal trump and vial, which Daniel had the most trouble with. What is this? That's just lying to us that the book of Joel says comes up the walls and through the windows and just bombards you with information that is so subtly deceitful it's like a woman it's like it's, oh I can trust it but it's a lion it'll rip and tear the truth right out of you it has a crowning authority going through the seeps steals trumps vials it'll make you burn up inside what about the first vial anoint some grief is sore I know, people think in Hollywood, oh, that's a scab you can pick on all summer there. There's your summer scab, Noitsome Griefus. Noitsome Griefus is Caicos Paneros, and it means evil, evil. Evil, Caicos means evil, the source of it, your thoughts, your intents, your actions. And Paneros means the actions of it. You have an evil sore right on your soul, oozing these mark of the beast, your thoughts, your intents, your actions. Hey, if you, want to, if you want to amplify the Mark of the Beast with a chip or tattoos or whatever, go ahead. The Mark of the Beast is 666. Your thoughts, your intents, your actions. It's the number of man. Mankind and his frailty. I believe in myself. I know what's better. I believe in rich white man's construct. Go for it. Knock yourself out. You go somewhere when you die because your psyche, your spirit is a closed system. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. It has to go somewhere when you die. The Lord Jesus Christ in the Bible has been telling us for thousands of years. Back in the dirt. Consider the affairs of time. Infinity forward, infinity back. Consider we all sang for joy. We are the stars, the hosts of heaven, the angels. God's children. Even calls us a daughter in this chapter. Go somewhere when you die. Your spirit. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. That's a closed system. It cannot exchange physical matter. Therefore I live, saith the Lord of hosts, uh, the God of Israel. That's the people that carry this. That's what he's talking about whomsoever will adopt yourself in jesus christ is the kinsman redeemer and saith the lord okay here we go saith the lord of hosts god of israel surely moab shall be as sodom just morally repulsively corrupt and the children of ammon as gomorrah and the breeding of nettles and salt pits and the perpetuation of desolation yeah 
they build a morally corrupt society. Hey, guess what happens in the fall of empires? Major sexual obsession. Oh, really? Even since I was a little kid, going through the grocery store thing with Mama, pushing the cart, looking at all those magazines, sex, money, power. Since I was a little kid, trying to change my thought patterns, tell me what's beautiful and what's not beautiful, what's of value and what's of not of value. No praise or presence of God whatsoever. It's the moral decay of society. And they building on it. Perpetual desolation. Get over self-gratification. Okay, how dare you? The residue of my people shall spoil them, then the remnant of my people shall possess them. We possess it. We possess our vessel. We have control. We know how to say no to ourselves. We're not tempted by this prison of sensual lust. You can change your psyche. What they've rich white man's construct has put us as growing up as a kid. Okay, I'm 50, almost 56 years old. Hey, you grew up in lust. You're watching that TV and it's information. It's not physical matter, but it's changing your psyche. It's giving you a scattered energy. It's focusing you on, on lust. You grew up in lust as a kid. Hollywood tells you what's beautiful and what's not beautiful. You want this. You want this stuff. The emptiness of the material world. You want it. Your longings and desires. I am the magistrate of the world. You can have it. Or the just the meaninglessness and insincerity of the superficial world. I fell for it hardcore. Hardcore. I knew what kind of girl I want by her physical appearance. Had nothing to do with what's inside. That's just horrible. Woe unto those who build house unto house. And money. So you grow up in lust. And then it turns to arrogance and ignorance. That was me. There's no doubt about it. That person's dead now. That's what being born again is. That person has no... My psyche can't give that energy anymore. My psyche doesn't contain those thought patterns of longings and wantings and lust, arrogance, and then greed after. And we see people, old men now, like old, old, pushing like 80, 100, still think money is the savior of planet Earth. Oh, the whole world revolves around money, Michael. Yeah, invest in anything as long as there's a return. It's all about you. It's about personal wealth. It's about your growth. It's about you. No, it's about the human family. That's what God expects from us. It's, we go back to a place of peace beyond our present comprehension. We have to sanctify ourselves today. Signal to God and the rest of the world. We're about unity. We're about coming to an understanding of each other. We're about God. When we get to heaven, we're just, it's not going to be, uh, yeah, geez, I got a few bucks on me here. I got to go to the bank. I got to get an investor. I got to go to the car dealership. What do you think? It's going to be like this construct here? Are you kidding me? God wipes this construct out. My people. We shall possess them. They don't possess us. The truth possesses them. It rules over them. That's what's being said here. We represent the truth. We represent the way Christ is the light. He laid the path. We stay on that path. Don't make his path crooked by walking off it. We stay on that path. The truth is that great separating force between right and wrong, good and evil, and heaven and hell. Dude. You wore us out. There's no doubt about it. We read that just a couple of lessons ago. How they wear us out. And we pray for them. We pray for everybody in the human family. Okay, so th this 
shall they have for their pride because they have reproached and magnified themselves against the people of the Lord of God of hosts. Oh yeah, they just tee off on us with their catchphrases. We're a burden to them. We're a reproach to them. Mockers. Remember the glow of a mocker's face that's in the very next chapter. We'll leave it for there. Okay? They magnify themselves against us. They think they're better than us. They think that, well, geez, Michael, he almost made it. And then he walked out of that bank meeting and left his accountant standing in the parking lot. What a loser Michael is. Doesn't he want to be like us? Look at our cars. Look at our hair. Look at our stuff, our things. We invest in anything as long as a return, Michael. Come be one of us. Then you made it. Then you made it, Michael. Yeah, I made it to hell. Sacrifice humanity for short-term profit. That's what you do. Sacrifice the environment and sacrifice your soul. That's your life force. There's no inner peace in these people. There's none. We pray for every, each and every one of them. Let go of these ways of greed, gluttony, and attitudes of obscene entitlement fueled by ruthless, unadulterated greed. The Lord will be terrible unto them. What's this mean, terrible? It's like, Jesus, God's just terrible today. It's just, just terrible. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Terrible means strong, mighty, with intestinal fortitude. God's not going to compromise for you. You can't tweak God's word to suit your lifestyle. You have to tweak your lifestyle to suit God's word. That's what we're here for. It's a short period of correction. 100 years or less, you better get your psyche in order so that we can go back to a place of peace beyond our present comprehension that the Lord Jesus Christ suffered to set up that is universally recognized. When that blood spilt, he's Satan. You got nothing on me. No sin penetrated the Lord Jesus Christ's psyche, his spirit. No guile, no malice, no corruption was found in him. He suffered for us and because of us. For me and because of me. I'm just like, you didn't have to do that. We couldn't pay that price. We can't say no to Satan. Not all of us are sinners. But Jesus Christ paid that price. Understand the depths of what he did on the cross. People say, uh, Satan won. Michael Satan wanted, like he mopped the floor with Jesus, like you know, how nailed to a cross. Jesus Christ did not compromise with evil. He will not make concessions with evil. He will not negotiate with this evil rich white man's construct. He said no. He was meek. He afflicted himself with self-discipline. He took the lowest earthly position, not guilty, innocent. Did that for us, for you, so that we could say, "I repent, my Lord Jesus Christ." I acknowledge that as the most selfless act of love and compassion beyond our present comprehension was Calvary at the cross where prophecy became in accordance with the word of God, in accordance with reality. We're living it right now. He paid a price none of us can pay because none of us can say, Satan, you got nothing on me. Are you kidding? He's got a shrouded here. There was only one, the strongest entity in the universe, the most precious entity in the universe. The only begotten Son of God, very darling soul, a piece of God's very life force was in the Lord Jesus Christ. Psalms 22, Psalms 35. And he didn't have to manifest a little lower than the angels for us. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh at conception, and tabernacle dwelt among us. Our teacher, our master, our rabbi, he is the living Word. Came in the volume of the book. So you can't use this book as a random book of quotes. Let's go here. Yeah, I know. I get going. Whatever. Okay. Magnify yourself. Yeah, these people, these mockers. You ever seen their face? You ever seen when someone's mock? Oh, here comes Michael. 
And it's like, he's going to talk about God now. <laughs> Tell us a story about God, Michael. <laughs> Michael and his God. Just so stupid. Okay. The glow on the mocker's face is always illuminated by persistent unbelief, chronic disobedience, and I used to say their own imaginative criticism, but they're so limited in intelligence, they can only get their imaginative criticism from Hollywood, from Netflix, from the global media, the one world education system, who will give them the catchphrases like, that's a crutch, Michael. Yeah, you're, you're, what happened to you? Did something happen that you turned religious? Like, can you, just, what happened? Was it drugs? Was it alcohol? Or did you just get so disappointed in life that you just had to go turn to God? Like, it doesn't exist, Michael. Well, let me tell you something. My epiphany to change was when that banker said, and I was already studying before, but I didn't get the depth. I could talk about it, I couldn't walk it. And now I can really talk it. And I walk it. When that banker said, Michael, we invest in anything as long as there's a return. That was it. That was it. Thank you, God, for allowing me chastisement to almost kill myself to go in there with this huge bank account, with these contracts, with this accountant in front of this banker. What if God didn't allow me that chastisement? I was kicking against the pricks to get there. I was sleeping like four or five hours a night. It was just hell. It was so stupid just for stuff and material things so people could view me. He made it. Yeah, he may, he's one of us. Come over here, Michael. Come stand on this deck over here. Yeah, you're not one of them. No. Well, I'm one of them now. I'm one of God's peculiar people. Hey, you go somewhere when you die. God will stretch out his hand. Stretch out his hand against the north, the Ethiopians also. It's not, hey, he's not mad at the Ethiopians. He's mad at the construct. He's mad at the governmental system. He's just saying, hey, you got, the way you guys govern yourselves there with all the embezzlement and the corruption... Slain by the sword. The sword, Revelation chapter 1. It's, it's what comes out of the mouth. Ephesians chapter, I forget. The sword is the word of God. It's what comes out of his mouth. It's not a Hanzo Atari sword. He's not going around going, stay still. I just, yeah, just. Okay. Ethiopians slain by the sword. Everybody. And he will stretch out his hand against the north. Hey, that's where Satan thinks he's going to sit. Remember Isaiah chapter 14. I love this Isaiah chapter 14. What would we do without Isaiah chapter 14? Where he sits where he ought not, as it's written in the book of Daniel. Isaiah chapter 14. He sits in the north. He sits above the stars. He thinks he's going to be God. He's Remember, he's called Lucifer, son of the morning. That's some morning star. Splendid Stella Lucidia, Lucifer, cut down to the ground. You weaken the nations. You're shrouding the nations. That's the United States right now. But it's his construct, Satan's construct. For thou said in thy heart, I will send her to heaven. I'll exalt my throne above the stars of God. All God's bright, shining life forces that at one point in the book of Job, we all sang for joy, the whole human family, all the stars, the sons of God, the angels, in totality, shouting out, singing for joy, for God, for his glory, for his pleasure. That's what he made us for. He didn't make us so we could come down here and be greedy and build weapons of mass destruction and start blowing each other up and having each other starve out. Well, geez, Larry thinks there's $400 trillion in world assets and I control $70 trillion through BlackRock there. But there's one person every 48 seconds dying of starvation down in Sudan, Kuwait, or uh, Ethiopia, in this area. You know the area. Same old, same old. Well, fat cat up there sitting there. Hey, there's the access of evil. Washington, D.C., New York Stock Exchange, Hollywood. Right there. 
Give me a break. Who can't see that? You can deny it all you want. This is Satan's construct. He thinks he's going to sit above the stars of God. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the most high of the clouds. It's the clouds of witnesses throughout the Bible. I'll be like the most high. And then the greatest verse in the Bible. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell, Satan, to the sides of the pit. God's going to mop you up in a bucket and slosh you down there. Don't get sloshed down with them. And a lot of people will because they laugh at us. See, this is what they do. They make fun of us. Okay, so let's just carry on here. Okay, the Ethiopians from the north. Assyria is always is used in the Bible, yeah, as it's an invading superpower. Okay, used in the Bible. Ezekiel chapter 31, verse 3, an invading superpower is Syria and will make Nineveh a desolation and dry like a wilderness. Okay, so Satan sits there temporarily. He sits where he ought not, and he's acting like God. It is one with trillions at his disposal, said King Charles at the Glasgow summit of uh, the environment in 2021. One with trillions, with trillions at his disposal, more than the GDP of all the countries in the world combined. Of course King Charles knows. This is King James. King Charles is his descendant. He's just letting us know. What can King Charles do? What can old Chuck do? All he can do is wake up in the morning, go say a speech somewhere and get paid whatever, and then do it again. He doesn't do nothing, but he told us. One with trillions. And it won't be a great military leader. It won't be a great economic guru. It will be somebody trying to change our religious authority. I don't know. Who's got trillions at their disposal? Hmm, let's just throw a dart at the map here. Uh, am I pointing at Rome, Vatican? I don't know. I don't know. There's no pointing fingers. Pointing fingers is uh, forbidden in the Bible. Trillions at their disposal. How much money do you think they made uh, with their Easter? Not Passover. They call it Easter. Are you kidding me, man? It's right in front of you. It's flashing you right in the eyes. Do you know how much money they would have made yesterday? That value, I, like they, like they need to build a new warehouse for all the people that give that church system that religious authority of deception. And it's too bad we pray for all these people. Hey, man, you write your, you write your own sentence. If you, if you ask yourself, uh, you've been going to church for years. I tell this to Catholic people. Can you please teach me page one of the Bible? And they can't do it. They can't do it. They say six thousand years ago, six twenty-four hour days, and they can't go anywhere through the Bible. But they know all the little catchphrases and prayers and when they go into the church they don't want to get down that little bench with the mini bench and they don't want to get up yes we're so holy michael but you don't understand the bible it's all about this here jesus christ came in the in the volume of the book and so we pray for these people and the flock shall lie down in the midst of first so it's just it's going to destroy all this okay god's coming back and it's going to destroy all of this rich white man's construct society as we know it will be over and the flock shall lie down in the midst. And it happens. It's going to happen like big chunks of society start falling apart before God starts finally says, okay, it's over. This, and this explains this verse. The flock shall lie down in the midst of her and all the beasts of their nations, both the cormorant and the bittern, shall lodge in the upper lentils of it. Their voice shall sing in the windows. Desolation shall be in the thresholds. He shall devour and uncover the cedar work. He shall, he shall uncover the cedar work. Listen, if you've got wild animals living in your fancy houses, that's something's happened. It's the end of an empire before Jesus Christ. Okay, 
You guys have no more faith that this is going to bring itself up. Same with Rome and same with huge empires, the Babylonian Empire before and countless other empires that we find the ruins of and birds are living in. This is where it says here, um, upper lentils. That's the fancy place. Those are fancy windows. Like with if you could afford arches on your windows and stuff. And that, that's what we're talking about, the end of an empire. It's all it's over. First Jesus Christ, first God's going to let it happen. And then he's going to wrap up the affairs of time. Jesus Christ said, I shorten the days before we turn this whole planet into an ashtray. This is a rejoicing city, key, that dwelt carelessly, that said in her heart, I am, and there is none beside me. How has she become a desolation, a place for beasts to lie down in? Everyone that passes by shall hiss and wag his hand. We're talking about the whore, the harlot of Revelation chapter 17 and 18, which we just, I just did this, I think, two days ago. Remember, it's that great, the woman, the whore, the harlot. It's her ideologies that are not faithful to God. It's ideal, it's idolatry is a great city. Her, great city, great walled formation. It's a great sovereign kingdom that God has allowed Satan right now. And it's called a woman because it's something he possesses which reigneth over the kings of the earth, the foundations of the earth. Hey, there's Zephaniah chapter 2. And I want to thank you very much for watching. Have yourself the greatest day. You can get a hold of me here at the Companion Chapel, companionchapel at gmail.com or go to companionchapel.com and I'll send you one of these for a $10 bill. I want to thank you very much for watching. Hey, what's up with no suit coat and stuff? Well, I don't want to be a phony. I'm not a phony. This is who I am. If you meet me, this is what I look like. I've worn the same white shirts, the same, the same getup for years. And so when someone said to me, do you have any formal education and who, who, do you th who, who are you? I was like, yeah. Am I trying to look like other pastors and preachers out there? Or am I a man in the wilderness? White trash. But dude, God allowed me an understanding. He said, here, you're 77 acres of property. You put the word out to gather my children together. Gather yourselves together. The Capetti Chapel homesteading community. Don't delay. Do it today, or you'll have lots of time to cry about it later. I want to thank you very much for watching. Like, subscribe, help me get out of the bottom of the algorithms here. Have yourself a great day, and bye for now.